I've, I've done a lot of things. I'm an accomplished 32-year-old. That's right. You're just barely older than me. Do you, do you turn 33 this year? Or no, you turned 32 already. No, dude. I, I Damn. Am I 32? What year is it? Yeah, I'm 32. I just turned 32. That's right. You just turned 32. <laughs> I was like, wait, am I 33? I was going to say, you're not, you're not two years older. You're like just a few months. I, uh, I turned 32 in November. Oh, yeah? Are you yeah. nervous about it? I'm excited. Why are you excited about 32? <laughs> um, no, I'm excited about... Yeah, this is like the last year. Every year is like the last year, you know what I mean? You've always had like a crazy zest for life. I feel like that probably yeah. stemmed from your childhood, right? Oh yeah, I think it stemmed from from having cancer at fourteen, and then let's talk about that. And so, then going, it was fourteen. Like, I thought it was younger. I thought it was like nine, eight or nine. Um, no, no, I was f- fourteen. My brother too, fourteen. Both of us, at the so. same time. No, when he was fourteen. He's uh, how older. much older is he than you? I forget. He's, he's f- like five years older. That's right. That's right. Alberto. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so yeah, facing, facing it right in the, right in the face and being like, oh shit, that's death. Look at that. What, um, like as a 14 year old too, especially because you're yeah. so emotionally fragile for anything that you face, what was it like to look at, uh, cancer as such a serious adult thing as a kid? Yeah. I mean, I think cause my brother had it, I was just like, oh, if he could do it. Because he like, beat it before you had it. Because he beat, yeah, he beat it. Um, and there's a bunch of people in in Homa at the time that had cancer, and they're, you know, was there something in the water or something? Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> like an Aaron Brockovich situation. There's definitely a lot going on. You have a um, lot of mixed feelings about Homa in general, though, right? Yeah, it's a small town. You know? It's a small town. I'm the same. If I have you're a lot from of mixed a small feelings. town. You're just like that's your whole world for a while. Yeah, and then you get back, you get out of it, and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> the, how often do you how often do you visit Homa? Not too much anymore. Maybe like once a year, I'll end up some for some reason being there for for like seeing a friend. Or I'm actually going Thursday because a, pa- a friend of mine passed away from Homa. You want to talk so. about that or no? Yeah, he was he was like one of these buddies, like anyone in Homa that was kind of. Um, you know, just like full of life. Like there's a lot of good people that, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what was cool about living in a small town. It's like, you get to know a lot of these like individuals and become really close to them. Cause like there's no one else to really hang yeah. out with, you know, I had and a you're also in like a that. lot of people's stuff, you know, like, you know about, <laughs> <laughs> and you end up dating a lot of your buddies, like, you know, <laughs> girlfriends and stuff. So it gets, it got, yeah, it gets you share the same people town, you know? around. Yeah. Eskimo um, brothers for life, dude. Eskimo brothers. I have. I a, think I was probably Eskimo brothers with John. Like, why wouldn't we be? We both grew which up in John? Homa. John Cuneo, who passed away. Sorry, yeah. uh, sorry. I, I thought John just for a second. Your roommate. Yeah, we have a lot of. That's like There's a, a lot very of John's. common name. Jordan. Yeah, Jordan's. I used to be Jordan's a common name, but then less common then that John. song came out, and now everyone's. Or that I mean, there's the musician. <clears throat> you know, everyone loves Bruno Mars. Who's that? Bruno Mar- <laughs> I almost just repeated <laughs> just his name him. as if that would help you, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> Bruno you know, Mars? Bruno yeah. Mars? You know, uh, Silk Sonic? Um, you know, leave the door open. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so oh, stupid. you're a musician. That's nice. Uh, I just pretend. I just It's my facade as I do podcasting. Um, okay, so. Do I pour another? Are you trying to do another shot? 
Already? Of Encyon already? Yeah. You mad dog. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we did just kick off. Wait. We did just kick this off talking about cancer. Dude, and, I know. And we got and your real friend's deep. Death, and like, like, you're just. <laughs> immediately. You're just. Uh, no, no, but let's. It's You know, the thing. It's wanted like, to go there. So it's I'm like Hemingway. I think it was Hemingway or Bukowski. One of them said, you should always start your day with a hangover because it can only get better from there. Yeah, for real. So we started our show uh, off with, with death and facing death and uh, can only get yeah, better from there. Because, you know, facing death just helps you. Enjoy life a little bit more, you know. Are we gonna and do this whole thing? No, we can sip on it. Let's I just sip like on, sipping sip on, on things. Yeah, this you know is a big one. one. Cheers I to you, man. You know, cheers to a long overdue episode with you. Mm. Mm. There's a lot of overdue things, Jordan, between us. Uh, yeah, my bill as well. <laughs> 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 my rent bill from t- 2015. <laughs> was it 15? Because, yeah. No, that was that was. Uh, I can't believe that you didn't tell me that <clears throat> I did that until about five days ago. I can't believe that I did it. At least I, I mean, I wrote a song about you. What? <laughs> Does that make up for it a little bit? <laughs> You're right, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know how expensive it is to like get somebody to write a song for you, dude. Dude, the, the I just studio the musicians. <laughs> yeah, right? like, I flew the dude to Germany. <laughs> I flew I people like, to got, Germany. Got you. <laughs> Busted, <laughs> busted. Jokes on you, Jordan. Oh my God, I should now, I should bring you three hundred dollars of merch. <laughs> Just stacks of CDs. Mm. No, I think I think um, you know, it was always just a suggested donation. You're always welcome to. Uh, I feel like that. Well, to, to to sleep in my bed with me. I think we were dating actually we were, I, don't even I think the last month before I think I moved, sarah and we me dating. and you were just all in this weird threesome right i mean it was a threesome where nobody was getting off nobody. <laughs> only papillo <laughs> the toy poodle <laughs> like for like if you don't know obviously you don't know bruno and i used to live together for oh, wait was it like two years a year and a half something like that well, Efi actually is the one we invited, and then you just showed up. I just stayed. Yeah, and then you, and then she left. She, she left She's me. Like, I'm going to Germany. <laughs> She's like, she left you. She left me, and then <laughs> yeah, I globbed y'all. onto you. And You're like, I was can like, I stay? Can I, on your couch, room? dude. I was. Uh, I, I remember Sarah, uh, a friend of ours, and your old, your old ex who you lived with. I remember, um, like, I was at the University of New Orleans cafeteria. And uh, I was, you know, in the throes of being broken up with. I didn't have anybody else yet. And I was really going through. And ex- you yeah. can't imagine the tough time oh, yeah. I went through, dude. I saw your tears. Oh, my God, man. Like, I was so horribly heartbroken. I, you mean I, horny, right? Horny. <laughs> so horny. I was, dude, I remember, like, I was, uh, I, I was at the time, which was a really bad coincidence, my parents had left Slidell to work. I think my dad got a part-time, or not part-time, but a temporary job in, in Arkansas. So my parents were selling their house in Slidell, but I was staying there and was just only leaving for school and when they did showings for the realty. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, dude, I would spend, I was heartbroken all day, would kind of even avoid people a little bit, and then I would drive all the way home to Slidell, which is like 45 minutes maybe. Yeah. Get to Slidell and Lakeshore. Yeah, get there. Empty house, so no one to oh, s- talk to, no sadness. one to see. All every you know, TV's off, in radio's Slidell. off. In Slidell, in a suburb. Have you been to Slidell? Oof. Not really. No, <laughs> I've very been there. I've <laughs> super been there. <laughs> <Two> there. 
Dude, and uh, at, so like at that time, I'm there, I'm in the house alone, and I'm, I'm grieving, and I'm going to like Rouse's in Slidell and buying those deluxe like two-gallon jugs of white wine and just, just devouring them. God. Just dev- And just watching Comedy Central on my TV in the room. Uh, you know, there wasn't TikTok yet. Instagram was kind of rolling, but you're just looking at everything. You're just like Facebook. It was really Facebook, do. Comedy Central, and jugs of white wine every day. And then at some point, I was in the cafeteria at UNO, and I was, I, I don't know if I asked if I could stay with you, or like through Sarah, or if she offered. Was, I think she offered. It was in the cafeteria at UNO? I was texting with Sarah. Wow. And Sarah, I'm, I'm, I'm positive she offered it because that you guys could both see I was like falling apart. Yeah. I think we saw she, it in your face. Yeah. I mean, I was <laughs> always crying. <laughs> Tears of joy. Dude. And she, yeah, she offered that I could stay uh, at your place. And I don't, I think it, it was definitely more expensive than the rent I had at um, Patrick's. Not to say that the offer wasn't cheap yeah, that, from a lot of people. The place was stinky. At Patrick's place. <laughs> no. Dude, I mean, it was this old grandma house in Metairie, so it should have been cheap. And then I think Dude, I, I know think it was like three hundred a month. Funny, that's crazy. Yeah, it was three hundred bucks, which is reason. Dude, it's which is so reasonable, which is crazy, because the the like prices of stuff right now in New Orleans for rent are just like it's skyrocketed, insane. right? It's like if you can find a place for a thousand bucks, it's like dude. Um, like somebody, crazy. somebody said they were yeah. excited to get a place that was <clears throat> mm, pretty small, like the size of Efi's old Crate and Lepage yeah. place, but mm-hmm. for like twelve hundred. I know, and that's a that's like whoa, that's nuts. That's, that's a like deal Brooklyn. right now, you know. So it's like it's funny how like such short time things like have just blew up, you know. And that's but probably that, just because where we're at in the world right now, but. That housing market is uh, a situation that's all over the world. It's the same in Munich. Yeah. That's the same where my parents live in Tennessee. It's like an all around, it's crazy how the inflation just hasn't stopped bubbling. Yeah. Like yeah. our apartment that's in Munich is already, I believe, double the price of what we purchased for it. And if you can imagine how expensive that apartment is, like the size, you know? Yeah. In Munich, in like center Munich. Dude, yeah. It's a, it's a nice spot. It's a nice spot. I mean, I'm going to hate leaving it. I know, right? I'm really going to hate <laughs> leaving it. But like to go to this house, it's already more it's already more than double the price of what we got for it. So like crazy. flipping it is going to be a breeze. We put new floors in, we painted everything new, like it's going to be uh crazy, but That's yeah, what y'all been like kind of like doing right now, huh? Just like moving moving getting ready for this move with like these two kids and like this whole i mean the big problem did i tell you the story about the or like the situation with the tenants who live in the house that were that we bought the ones that won't leave that was this story yeah Yeah. i mean i don't know how like for those who, who listen to the show i don't think i've talked about it too too much i don't have to go into a lot of detail but basically uh, we got this house that we really liked and we locked the contract with a realtor. And in Germany, it's obviously very common that if you buy property, there's people who are renting it from the yeah. previous owner. And there are strict renters protection rights in Germany. It's like a Dude. huge deal. Well, and that I mean, that doesn't really happen here, I feel. I don't no, know. I feel like you just get booted out here. Dude, yeah, it's like weird, especially in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, They're trying to get better. <laughs> and we, you know, we... Well, that's what's nice, I guess, about living, I guess, in Europe, right? <laughs> I mean, we can get to that next, too. There's definitely um, 
like I think you know me well enough to know that I think New Orleans is the best place yeah. in the world, and I miss it a lot. <laughs> the six months here, six months there. That's like the dream. dream. That's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but there's yeah. something about um, the systems in place in Germany that That's are just my dream so too, you know? like six months in your house. <laughs> You're more than invited, Bruno. You know so I'm that. waiting for this new house so that I can just <laughs> dude just have a bunch oh, of dogs you know or should, kids or whatever and just, just come over. <laughs> I should just get my uh, like a van mm-hmm. in Europe and then just park it outside your house. You can afford it. Just come over. Let's go, right? <laughs> I got a van here, then van there, and then you know you're doing pretty good. Come over. Yeah, van. Yeah. Come on over. <laughs> um, but like the situation is that yeah, there's these like strict renters' rights and are really really good rights for these renters. And long story short, by law, we only had to offer them three months before we kick them, kick out. them out. But we went in there with like, oh, whoa, 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 we don't want to do that. Why don't we offer like six or seven months? So we had a, so Ify and her dad and this tenant, the guy had a meeting together and she said, um, she offered that six months. Yeah. He said, I want 18 months. And they and were like, like whoa, what? that's that's kind of a big leap. Bro, I'm trying to live here. Come on. <laughs> and then finally, their like her dad and some people, they, they came together and they said, um, well, how about a year? How about we settle on a year? That's yeah. right in the middle of what we both that said. That makes sense. And so the guy goes, all right, let me talk to my wife about it. So he goes home. And then a couple of weeks later, he comes back and he's like, I want 18 months. And that's where it all started, man. Then it was just... Um, paperwork, games, um, stuff that like doesn't, but like he was asking stuff from us as a, as a, what do you call it? Like leverage for him to sign the paperwork that we didn't have to deal with. He said, I want you to get the utility bills from the previous owner from 2018 until now, because he never sent them to us. Oh my God. But that's not our problem. It's like a nightmare. We, when we moved here, the big blue house, we had like sort of the same thing where they just didn't want to leave right you know you just gotta you just gotta annoy them until they they leave <laughs> i mean you're you working on up, it you just said <laughs> we're doing that right now you're doing it right now yes. <laughs> that's why we're doing a podcast that's, outside right. for those who can't tell so they can just john and vivi just you know they're supposed to be here one month was that the it original was, deal it, the original deal deal was they like their house got flooded and then that's right. By the That's way, I was right. talking about that that the original people, not John. You were and talking Vivi. about different people we before. Love John and Vivi. Yeah, we're just they're kidding. Our the, the listeners, <laughs> the listeners know Vivi. It's like God. Why they're still here? <laughs> but, but the whole deal was yeah, like one month, and then that was the month COVID hit. Right. And so right. it was kind of just like, whoa. <laughs> I guess y'all can keep on can hanging stay. out. <laughs> yeah. The world's locked down now. So then it just totally worked out. You know I mean, that they they uh, it's a good it's a good yeah. group of people in yeah. this one house, man. Yeah, right. I mean, I think yeah, cool. I would be I would be I think if I was living here, I'd be really jealous that I haven't squeezed into one of the rooms here. I'm surprised. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for you guys like to not work out over in Germany, and then like <laughs> and then you come just pop, squeezing pop over here into my couch. <laughs> oh, dude. Whenever I'd be like, we, Jordan, um, where's the three hundred bucks, man? <laughs> <laughs> you owed me that for years, man. <laughs> for years. <laughs> Hi Jordan, it's six thirty. I'm gonna start playing piano at full volume yeah. just to get back at you, <laughs> dude. I uh, I, that would absolutely have been what happened. Like whenever we talk about uh, like dream dream houses uh, that we would 
if we could in some future like buy in New Orleans, yeah. yours is the first one. We were like, we got to get one like Bruno's. Yeah. It's, it's the perfect size. It's got a great backyard. It's beautiful. It's like Dude, built right. It, yeah. We, it's a great home. We feel very blessed to be here. How, um, how long have you been in this house right by now? Oh, man. 2016? What year is it? 2022. It's been like... So it's five years. Yeah. Five years. or six years. Dang. I, haven't I thought it was longer than that. So before that, you were still at 10th Street. Yeah. Okay. Where okay. we lived, yeah. Right. Well, that was our old house together, which oh. was also a cool place. Yeah. Still, this one has way more character and way more space. Yeah. But that was also a cool yeah, place to more, live. Better vibes. That was a good. It was the perfect college home. Co- exactly. That was the perfect college close place. Close to college. You go to college and it was come close back. to college. We had our own space, but also like you and I tended to at the end before I moved, start migrating more to that living room, and yeah. we had the Mario, the Super Mario three on Wii. <laughs> yeah, that was the bomb. We did have. We actually threw really good parties too there dude, during okay. college. We have I, got to talk about university. our parties. We have got to talk about <laughs> our parties, dude. Yeah, we in that had, place too. Like we had the <laughs> best, par- uh, hands down. The only people that can maybe, maybe, maybe compete with how cool the parties were is the EFI house, the Elysian Fields they're Independent still, dude, House. Dude, they're still on lot like that. That's that is the party house still. I mean, that is a great party house. It's yeah. a great party because house. you could like really like they were cool with you making it all you know messy. <laughs> you could do anything there, dude. We I had I carry like you know. Um, we, had upper, some, we had some standards. Upper class, not really. <laughs> we had standards. It was never that. Tr- I'd say, like, I think people just understood to not trash it that much. Yeah. <laughs> but at Elysian Fields, you go into a dumpster and you think, I can treat it like a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> so they come to our place. I'm like, this is yeah, a nice house. Nice. I'll take my shoes off. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. is that for breeze? <laughs> Dude. But, like, well, we had such good parties. I remember, um, well, the most famous. Uh, or for me, the most famous like party we had, even though it was one of the smaller ones, was the premiere of Fresh Ground. Yeah, that video we worked on oh together. We shot it in that room too. Right, the green screen. We yeah. shot it in the back. I was, man, and in the garage. Like we shot that the was gr- like oh, the, the space original scene. Okay, Dude, guys, I'm if you if you haven't seen <laughs> yeah. my old music video for a song called Fresh Ground, go Check watch it, it after the show because I'll put the, I'll put the link in the description because it's really like the best absolute best version of like what diy friends can make yeah it's Dude, so I high still, quality i still use it today as like my professional reel like this is course of course, <laughs> of this course. Is the type of music videos i make you know because it Dude, was like that was i can't believe so we cool, made that cool like, about that it was like hey let's go make something we actually want to make yeah you know yeah where we could it was hard to find that kind of thing in like the industry you know you're always just making whatever so it's cool to be able to now still use you know that as like uh hey this is the type of projects i'm i'm doing you know which is man you know like hard for a lot of people to like find that you know when i go through uh you know your your production company that you founded is work light pictures and i'll put that link uh in there too for people to check out but when i go through work lights um website you mean all your music videos uh, <laughs> I was going to say, like, I always get so nostalgic. I go there. Yeah. You know, the only thing missing, I think, is the scout. <laughs> Which I'm more than happy there's to send a, you, Bruno. There's a secret tab. Uh, if you press the, uh, you know, the last video three it's, times. It's the red, it's the corner red circle yeah. <laughs> at the top of the browser. Dude, it's uh, the the scout. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But, like, 
as you can probably tell by now, Bruno and I have known each other for a super long time, and we worked on so many projects. And Fresh Ground was just one of them where I felt like, oh, man, this guy gets what I want, and I feel like I'm trying to give him my best performance, and, like, I want to do the best. You're trying to make good stuff, you know? I think we're, we're striving for, like, this quality the vfx also like yeah uh, my favorite sequence is by far the space sequence oh yeah and like we we were in your garage people had built the best sets in in a garage like it was the smallest little garage oh my god like it barely could fit fit like this like civic you know it was yeah it was a pretty small garage but it still had so much potential and we built this like cardboard setup like it was like a spaceship with a with a steering wheel that i would pick up but it looked like good yeah it was like whoop. it was like yeah good design good design I mean? and i remember this like is... when you said action i was or no that was will's that was will's segment we had yeah, three, it was directors. three directors on it so we had it broken up to Mithy, i was working yeah. with like all of them which was kind of cool who was the first and oh, ben you Dude. too ben Dude you were like sort one. of like kind of the executive of it all you know what i mean which was yeah i mean i guess you have to blue. approve no it was cool yeah it was a cool way of collaborating but the first one was, uh, was like, Ben Dude is that the first one the, the child sequence yeah it was then ben Matheny Dude, and then uh, Matheny was the water right and then Ben Matheny with the and then water. Will Addison was uh, yeah. which we'll talk about Will more later because of Easy Does It but um, wow, so that was wild. such a great project and I remember this I have this memory always Fresh Ground the, the mm. space sequence if, if you watch that um, when the space character breaks free from his prison and goes into the escape pod, and it cuts into the escape pod, which is already like, how did like they shoot what? that? Um, my and Matt Martinez is in that in that video, yeah, uh, which we just the had whole on the show. Team was there, man. But I remember like That's dropping awesome. down into the escape pod, which looks so sick yeah, on right? the camera. And all I was doing was holding on to one of the like support bars in your garage. Yeah, yeah, And I was right. like holding on, like okay, I'm ready. And they're like, okay, tricks. action! Woof, and I'd fall down and pull the steering wheel up. Yeah. And I'm a little. I don't normally say this, but when the when we just literally opened up the garage door so that it looked like i was speeding into like ultra speed into yeah, space right i'm kind of we did i'm kind of proud of the acting there too oh like my gosh. it's just like the the awe and the so freedom good. and like the it's, yes you know oh man that's that's such a cool like diy trick that, yes you know i totally forgot we even did that you open the like, garage door just so, to make it bright 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 so bright. like i feel like speaks to the style i go for you know it's just like use what's what's right in front of you what's what trick can you pull to that like it kind of like makes it more magical but you don't have to like go out of your way and like try to try to plan this very specific thing you know i mean that sometimes you you lose like the magic in like what you're creating whenever you get stuck on like trying to make something very perfect and like have to get like the right equipment to make it happen. Where it's like a lot of to make a lot of time work. on set. If you can just like bring in that energy that everyone has and mm-hmm. whoever whoever's in the room, you know, as long as you can like harness the energy and get everyone to like to be on board, you can like make something good and and pull off these cool little you know tricks that like ends up being magical in the end, you know. Absolutely. Cool. And I think I have to say, I feel so lucky that we had our UNO film group yeah. exactly the way we had it. Yeah, right. I can name you right now 20 people who were in our group who made everything just the energy, the motivation, good people, fun to hang around. 
They became our friends, our girlfriends, our boyfriends. <laughs> like everything in the circle dude, was like, dude, I mean, just thinking about pe- people who could do more than one thing. Like, yeah. you know, back in the day, Sarah was someone who could do like first AD and she could do yeah. uh, stills and she totally. could do headshots. And she was like, you know, doing this and doing that. And then you, you're a DP, plus you can edit, you know, plus you can direct. And like, yeah. I was trying to act, but also write things, yeah. but also do music and like, yeah, you everyone know, like world. Le- you as have many Leanna, you have Susan, you have Corey. Could, there's yeah. Danny, Bent. Like I don't want to name all these people that you guys don't know, know. but this group was such like a, excellent. Such a solid crew. Like the 48 hour film festival here in New Orleans, it was always like, which of the 20 am I going to go with? Yeah, you know, it was so excellent. And I think what I'm trying to get to is that all of this good people, great generation to be a part of at UNO, culminates, I think, in in a sense to easy does it yeah how do you feel now that it's been about a year or two since it's released officially out for like into streaming how do you feel about easy does it which is a feature film that you worked on i think the the most current emotion i had was like us hanging out today at the at the bayou right and I was just sitting there and I was just like, man, I'm so glad I'm not working on Easy Does It right now. You did not. <laughs> you did not think that today. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, what, a, I, what a clip. Because, <laughs> like, cause like, but no, oh in, in, in all respect, respect to Easy Does It, it was like uh, a pro- it was just like the never ending project that like sucked all of us in you know it was like this black hole of of us trying to like create this like amazing thing and we and like we were saying earlier we we're all about that quality you know we want to bring like the best everyone wants to wear as many hats and bring the best of those you know those positions to the table uh, yeah and like it takes a lot out of you you know and um you know every day is like you put your that energy into it and it's feels good to be done with it and I it felt imagine, good dude. to just like be there hanging out with our homies you know what i mean like that's, that's the thing that's i guess what i'm trying to like <laughs> like it's, highlight is just like it feels good that it's 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 like something you can look back at and be proud of but not like currently having to do anymore <laughs> like i'm glad we're not making easy does it too right now <laughs> 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 like if it would have been like a fuck just like a hit success and we just like right. you know we uh which is it's an independent film it'll it'll you know it'll never be successful you never know what's going to go viral in 10 or 20 years man you never i think know. if we would have put it on tiktok like the whole movie in like 10 second segments i think it would really been it would have popped it would really yeah. they've been like oh terminator because it's like hit you know it's like great moment after great moment you know what do you say like uh just just to inform a little bit before the next question um easy does it big you know feature film uh, Will Addison, one of the directors, uh, uh, he did the space sequence of Fresh Ground. Yeah. So he's a director friend of ours. He, this is his all baby. He wrote crew. it. He directed it. Yeah. Uh, you, you were the DP, and all of our friends, this crew we keep talking about, they were everybody on the crew, and the shoot and the reshoots, and the and process the of getting funding of and everything was an enormous what th- four year. Three, five five year process which I mean, is probably just, more you know it's like you know which isn't it was which isn't outrageous for an like independent Will, film will's conception was like while we were at uno and you know right. when we were making other short films he like we did a short film yeah, version where exactly. i did the music and i remember and so, loving like, that i mean honestly that's the conception of it it's like from that moment you're like thinking about the design of it all and like 
what what it's going to be and how you're going to pull it off you know right at that time leaving school we're just like well we got to make features because that's how we're going to become filmmakers that's how yeah exactly that's and, you know that's it's like the... we got to stop making these stupid you know music videos for these artists because they don't they, they don't get enough hits on youtube <laughs> right right yeah that was the thing which, yeah I mean, which is like these are fun and awesome but like you this is you, how yeah this is how we're going to you know create a career well you're taught that you, you know? if you don't do features then you can never get attention at tribeca or sundance yeah, exactly you know you want to be on the don't top vote, yeah. film festivals and you know right. it's like it's like and now it's like you know i only go to film festivals because i want to hang out with my friends like i'm not, right now you i'm can not do trying it. to like get into top film festivals anymore I'm well dude anybody who works in film television it. or music understands that the way the business works is not the way that even you were taught back in school it's already mm. changed again i know exactly it's now they're like changed no again. go to youtube it's like that's like <laughs> yeah. like the last festival like you know there was a mentor that talked to us he's like you know film festivals are probably a bad idea you should you should probably just get on the internet go viral. they said that uh, it's just you can create an audience so much quicker on the internet now you know what i mean it's so mm. hard to like go you can show your film yeah. at a film festival and then like you know those five people that showed up i mean maybe it was a great screening and you had 100 people but like still it's 100 people right that like are they gonna go like are they gonna go and you know like what they're gonna go follow your career now right like where on youtube it's just like this like button you press and now you're like you're an audience member you know what i mean yeah i'm gonna write down um this one question yeah right away while i pour another shot of insian i still have some i still have some oh well i don't Um, so It's okay if I... That, that means you just have to catch up a whole glass before you can get this hat. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, I have two, oh, um, I have two so, questions here. Wait, so they know is uh, the, the bet is... Um, right. Jordan will get an Easy Does It official uh, baseball cap that I've been wearing for years and is very worn down. But he likes it, so... Oh, uh, I'm ge- wait, I'm getting literally the one that you this, and Lizzie wear? This is the one that... <laughs> I thought you on were going like, take a fresh one out of a box and let me put it on the dashboard want, of my car for you a year. Want it, you want that? No. Why would you... Of course I don't want why that. Why would you want I want the one wait. that's already ready to go. I can give you that one. No. It's actually been Matheny's, so we'll just... Wait, a fresh one or this one? A fresh one. No, you I don't want Ben Matheny's. <laughs> Who wait, wants Ben Matheny's? He doesn't know I have it, so don't tell He's him. He's got lice, man. <laughs> I don't want Ben Matheny's hat. He got it from Danny, though, so... Oh, inside jokes. No, but I have two questions. Um, Wait, they don't get... Danny and... At least Danny and Ben will get these jokes, right? Yeah. I'll force them to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. They're going to... I guarantee... Dude, a hundred bucks says Danny's going to go, you have a podcast? They're <laughs> they're your only subscribers. What are you talking They're the two guys yeah. on Patreon that like... <laughs> yeah, dude, if Danny <laughs> Abel had that much initiative, he would already be working for SNL. <laughs> Because he's that funny. He is pretty funny. He's crazy he's funny. Funny guy. Um, we can talk about Danny too in a bit because he was my dorm mate at UNO, and I never thought I'd ever met anyone as funny yeah. as him. It was like it, it hurt my chest. I was laughing all the time. Dude, yeah, we're surrounded by funny people. Yes, it is a good it was, crew. It's kind of hard sometimes. But I want to ask really quick, just before I forget it, like so this project Easy Does It feature film. You have all this expectation that from college you have to make a feature to get noticed at a film festival, and that's the way you're going to make a career. You know, and then things change, and there's the internet and stuff. But before that all happens, and you're in the thick of it, as you look back on the project, what would you say are like a couple of the the your favorite things of the process, like the best moments? Mm. And what are some things where you say, "I'll never repeat that shit ever again"? Mm. I'm guessing one outweighs the other. Yeah, I mean, favorite moments is like just 
Yeah, from the production in, to being the on initiative set. that like we all had and just like the energy of just like every day looking at something that is kind of people keep saying is that's oh, impossible. You can't do that. Mm. You can't for, do that with that amount of money for that, that budget, you, right? You, know, you raised some money on Kickstarter. You think you can make a movie with that? Right, yeah. right. So it was like it was cool being able to just be like, no, we just have to do it. We just have to put in the time. We know how to do it. We just had to put in the time and do it. Right. And like, we've got these, these homies who are going to help us out and we're going to pull it off. And it was like such a cool energy because everyone who was on that project wanted to be there because it's, because they weren't really getting paid, you know, not they enough. They wanted to, like, to be there. They they had to want to be there because there's That's no it. other reason. That was like the UNO mantra. They were just like, I feel like this is a good thing and I want to be a part of it. And yeah. like, and it was, it was just like so many good relationships created. My best friends to this day, like were part of that project. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm still like me and Will got off the phone today cause we're working, editing another project, a music video. Right. Um, that, you know, we're s- just constantly still like in this. Or this, Ben dude, you yeah, know, ben or myself, dude. like these another, songs, another you know? German. Another German, yeah. We've had him on the show. We had him on the show not too long ago. No way, really? Yeah, it's a great episode. Ben's Ben's was really a great interview. One day I'm going to convince you Germans to come back to live with me. Okay. Okay. I'm here. If I built a little, like, shack in the back. I'm here. It'll be, we'll have two little hammocks for your twins. It'll be great. I never heard you uh, try to convince Efi, but uh, I'm all ears. Oh, we'd leave her behind. Uh, (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm back now. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. She's way cooler than you. Um, Yeah, I know. (laughs) But um, <laughs> we, we we like had just so many like times where we like ran into just dead ends and we're just like, what are we going to do? Right. Like we literally the car literally got wrecked and we still had like totaled pretty much and we still had shots with it. I mean, like the, the story of Easy Does It just like <laughs> is sort of its own podcast. That would be a that great would, like yeah, ten we episode. Really, we really should like that would yeah, be go one. down that road because it really was like so painful but like so rewarding. I mean, to the I mean to the point that we lost we, we lost some of our best friends doing that. You know what I mean? Like not physically on the the shoot, but like the day we were gonna premiere, we our our buddy um, who was our first AC JC right passed away. Another really the good night of, of the premiere. You know, and it I was didn't just realize like, it was the night of the it premiere. It was kind of like this last, like, fuck you from Easy Does It, you know, because it like, it really like did sort of also tear up some relationships. You know what I mean? It wasn't it was right. a true art form. It was just like, it wasn't easy and like, you know. Yeah, it wasn't. And there's, there's, I know we don't have to mention it, but there is obviously this specific one name that I think from the production side mm-hmm. has this like kind of sour taste in a lot of people's mouth yeah. when it comes to the shoot because of the, the, the way that For it was sure. handled like uh, from his or her. Yeah, everyone, you know. everyone just has their idea yeah. of how to like do th- things, you know, sometimes. And like if you, if you try to take too much control over something, it, like it sort of can fall apart very quickly. Yeah. And so like there was definitely days that like it felt like, we weren't all on the same page, you know, but we had I, to I just like keep, really we kind of almost just had to be in tunnel vision and just like, just keep doing my job. You know, it's just like, yeah, I got to do, I'm here to do my job and, and 
we'll figure this out down the road. And, you know, eventually it just takes time, like, apart to, like, grow again together and continue yeah. to do other projects. But there's definitely, like, not – it's not always, like, super – easy to pull off something that people tell you is impossible you know what I mean? no i mean and there's so many so. great accomplishments just in general like the way the way that this team regardless of the downsides or people that you have different relationships with now the fact that you're able to to pull off that that budgeting in the yeah. end and and to get like a name you know linda hamilton to play this interesting Terminator. role yeah you know <laughs> if anyone's ever uh-huh. seen the legendary t1 and t2 it's like linda hamilton is Excellent. And she's great in this movie. And I think to have a name yeah. like that, you know, and, and was it, right. and is it Benjamin Bratt? No, 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 no. Brian, the, oh, Brian Bat. Brian Bat. Benjamin Bratt's from Miss Congeniality. Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> Benjamin Button from Mad Men. Yeah. You know, what's uh, funny is I, I, when I saw Easy Does It, I hadn't watched Mad Men yet. Oh, yeah? So Brian Bat, I was like, oh, dude, oh. he was in Mad Men. He was in Mad Men. So then now I'm watching Mad Men. I'm on season three and... Somewhere in season two or season three, the really have you seen it? Mad Men, yeah. There's mm-hmm. this great episode when Brian Bat's character and John Hamm's character go, I think, to Florida or Miami. Oh, that's the same. They go somewhere on vacation <laughs> together uh, for business. They go somewhere go different for to business Miami. together. I think they go to Miami or they go to California. And um, John and, and Brian Bat has this like great emotional subtle really well-crafted well-blocked as well which is isn't really necessarily him but like this really really well done scene of him secretly trying to hook up with like the bellboy <laughs> do you remember that it's, it's a really small thing he tries to like connect with the bellboy That's and then hilarious. and then you like the the way that they blocked them and the way of the tension of the bellboy secret without saying anything says like I'm one of you too, and I'm into this. And they start like hooking up and touching and touching. But then the hotel that they're in has a fire alarm pulled. And as people are oh scurrying down the fire escape, John Hamm's character sees that Brian Bat's character is gay. Oh no. And it's a really big reveal. And uh, I remember I saw that and I paused it and went, oh, this guy's an amazing actor. Yeah. <laughs> Because you, you see him and as he does it, you get a different image. He yeah, he was he had a lot more fun with us. I think yeah. he was there like yeah. This wasn't the most serious role for him. He was He was kind he of was a goof. Def- you know? Yeah, he was, But it's he fun. Was definitely one of my favorites. Like a though, Coen Brothers honestly. goof, yeah, you know? It was like great. He was he, he he came in and uh brought all of his sass and his energy and really enjoyed, you know, being part of the whole thing. Like you could tell like Yeah on set he was like all about it you know so i think if uh, if people want to um if people want to see this movie because we're gonna we're talking about it a lot uh i was even able to rent it on itunes in germany oh really yeah you can rent you it's just, just looked up your name and like, <laughs> no dude. things jordan prince has worked on jordan <laughs> prince is cool in Inner. germany <laughs> in um, Germany, inner, inner. <laughs> oh, but I had a, so I had a follow up question. I think this you you touched on this a little bit with how uh, you know independent filmmakers submitting things to film festivals was the was the go forward uh, rule set in place if you yeah. wanted to make it right. Yeah. But now you have a world. Uh, we just had Josh Starkman on the show last week, and you know there's something about this this influencer world yeah, that we're in. For sure. Like, you know, he and I, I have an audience, so I'm famous. Right. But here's something you kind of touched on that was really interesting. Like, 
if I think about TikTok, which has been uh, overall in general the most successful platform for me, mm-hmm. and I think about what mm-hmm. I contribute to it and how much response I get back from it, yeah. like effort versus reward. Right. Uh, you were talking about you know this film being broken up because of its great moments and put on. Do you think that creatives in film, whether that be writers, actors, directors, DPs, do you think they have to play that role as an influencer to make something happen? In in the sense of like, I mean, at that point, you're just an influencer, though. I guess you know. But you're saying well, like, it's, a, it's the wrong term because Josh right. is an influencer. But like, yeah. do you think you have to play the social media game, uh, like in a new way? Yeah, I think to, to draw attention to your film in ge- in general. Yeah, I think you definitely have to be in that in that social media world to like right. at least promote it or get people to like hear about what you're doing. And for you, you know? like as a, I don't think you would put your film on. To- I was that was more of like no 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 no. I didn't mean like joke. that. But I mean like Let's you know put our clip, whole like film on you, TikTok. No no, but if you have like a great 15 second clip, yeah. like uh, you know. Yeah. Like Brian Bat when he's in the sheriff's office with a baseball bat yeah. behind his head. It's a great clip. Think, it's a funny clip. Do you think things like, do you think, I don't know, it's hard to ask the question, but do no. you think the response is better if you, if people are playing the game? Like, do you enjoy playing that game? Oh, no, I hate, I hate that game. But, but I do see, I, I do see the benefits of like, yeah, you have this great clip and you, you put it on, put it on the TikToks and then, right. man, people really love it. I you saw know, it today. For exa- that's a great yeah. that's a great thing to happen for your film. You know, what I mean, it's like now people are like laughing at this one moment in the scene, right. and they're curious about it, and they'll maybe go check it out. Well, the, the reason I brought that up, not yeah. to not to cut off your answer, but like yeah. the reason I brought it up was because uh, one of our favorite, I'm assuming yours as well, but one of our favorite film production companies, A24, mm. has a new movie Heard coming out called Bodies, 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 and it looks it looks incredible, like beyond belief. Uh, featured in it is Pete Davidson and there's a very small about 11 second scene where a girl off camera asks him what are you bringing to the table and Pete Davidson says I look like I fuck that's what I'm bringing to the table that's just my vibe which is funny (laughs) and then it cuts to her finally and she goes oh okay and A24's channel just posted that to the to the internet to, to tiktok to the ticks yeah. and it was like just and that, that blew up dude and i saw that today and i immediately was like that looks amazing i yeah. went to the yeah. imdb totally. i went to the instagram of the movie followed it i was like i'm gonna watch this movie this right. looks great so like that's a really different game than we were playing yeah. back in 2012 totally. right and, and and because that ga- that game has shifted for all of us yeah as like these new filmmakers who are like you know, whatever. Like we released Easy Does It during COVID. Like everything right. kind of sort of changed at that moment in the film world and right emotionally and like the the whole thing. You know, just like the whole industry sort of shifted a bit. We're like, oh man, everyone wants a bunch of to watch stuff. Yeah, but we can't make stuff, which you're feeling now. You know, right. it's a big boom right now. That now was it's a like huge boom, huge boom, and just like in productions in new orleans and it's like people wanting to do things which is awesome because it keeps us busy but now you're like man i was i was kind of like doing these kind of cool creative personal projects during covid you know where like i was able to concentrate more on my art and my my like honestly like just like health and livelihood where it's like you're starting to like stray away from that a little bit at this point 
where it's like, oh, cool, cool. Let me just jump on all these like different cool projects that like will give me some money. You know what I mean? That's where you Which, are now. <clears throat> yeah. But it's like now I'm like leaving behind some of these other, I guess, like more passionate passion projects that like I had more time to think about. Let's let's at this moment. Yeah. Take another shot. Yeah, you're right. Well, I was going to say, let's take a pee break. I'm going to get a new drink and we can finish this shot. And when we come back, I want to talk about the your health and livelihood during the health. pandemic. All right, y'all. Be right back. Do I sound weird? Yes. <laughs> like, would you <laughs> would you actually right. want to quit film and work and, and do something else and be a musician? Oh, no, I think, I mean, I feel like... Or something else. I feel like it just lives in this parallel... I live in this parallel universe of both in the sense of just, like, music's just a part of me wanting to learn and explore it more. Because I never... I, I don't consider myself a musician. But you are. You play in a band. You play guitar. No, totally. But it still doesn't feel like I'm going... That's just, like, when I'm hanging out... It's, like, almost like a hang with my friends... Or like a time I just need alone to like to meditate with some some sounds. Because oh, so most of the time I'm just like noodling around. You know what I mean? I got a, a lesson from Josh Starkman. He's like, "You're one of those noodlers, aren't you?" He t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> he said that to you. Yeah, he was a terrible. He's a terrible teacher. He's just <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, you don't know Iodian scale? Really? He was like that? Uh, I remember remember coming to Josh for help a few years back, and he wasn't quite like that. No, no, no. He was just like, get in gear, boy. You're about to learn some guitar stuff. You know, like... There you go. He was... But, you know, he has has this, like... I mean, he's he's got his own vibe going on. Yeah. Like, me me, uh, and John were saying we should start a, um, a series where it's like... Um, both of them trying to teach guitar to me, but like <laughs> John and Josh, J- yeah, yeah. But John's like the kind, like, yeah, you're doing a great job, like, you know, like, yeah, oh, you play a, that G major chord, sounds good. Oh yeah, like, put a seventh in there, and then and then <laughs> Josh is just in the corner, is like, man, you're terrible, dude. <laughs> like, so like, come on, what are you? You can't rip yet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he just plays instead of you, like yeah. And then he just like plays over me the whole time. Just like he's like, see, this is good. This what good cop bad cop, but like guitar teachers version. Jesus, because it totally feels like that sometimes when when we're all hanging out. It is because but that's awesome. Like they're all they're they're all musicians in my opinion. You know, like they know their stuff oh, like, in, in like your you opinion, as well Jordan, in your opinion you know? josh is a musician um <laughs> in your opinion in my john opinion, is a musician john in my opinion but by the way we're talking about the john that lives upstairs from bruno currently yeah he's a great guitar player yeah is he a musician hmm. mm. he's a fantastic guitarist though yeah. maybe one of he the guitars. best in the city He's the best guitar player I know. He might be the best I've ever met, yeah. But is he a musician? <laughs> That's to be, you know, decided. Decided on the future. Um, Don't know. But, you know, like, they they are always here av- available to, like, help me ex- figure out things that I'm trying to figure out that, you know. You're, like, always, you're screaming up from the windows, hey, guys, yeah. what was that chord that I thought? And then you see them, like, it was the C major. Oh, great. It's, thanks. like, the most basic chord ever. You idiot. Stop bothering us. We're trying to rip. And you're, like, 
Okay, sorry. Noodling again. But it makes me, you know, it makes me feel so good, you know, and like I could never take that away from me. Is like I could never like I could never take the I like that where what music is used for my life by like trying to be serious, more serious about it. And maybe that's just like an excuse I give myself to not, you know, just get like put in more time to practice and like get a little better at places like I feel um, yeah, self-conscious about, you know, whatever. And, and um, it's also just like because I have a love of film and music and just like learning new things, you know, like you learned have, you how to skate a, recently, you know, it's like now I'm it's like I'm just going to drop everything and go be a skater. It's like you would do that. I would though. do that. You <laughs> yeah. would do that. And then you would make a documentary about yourself and then yeah. write the music for it and it'd fucking go to Sundance. And that's exactly that's exactly where I'm, you know. You uh <laughs> like th- like this thing you said you love learning that has always been so true about you and uh not to like toot your ever so lovely horn but mm, it especially when good. I was living with you it was extremely inspirational how you how your brain moves like you're never something spe- uh, especially specific to you is that you're really you're never wasting a minute ever like if there's a moment of free time you're practicing piano if there's a moment of free time you're talking to someone that you care about if there's a moment of free time you're not just you're really not just sitting on your phone scrolling through instagram that might happen like every single little bit in a while very much not yeah like on, my, maybe, on my saturdays for like, sure like you know just one percent of like, your time i need to get lost here and yeah this, but in even other then, people's worlds dude, but second. even then it's like a conscious effort of like i want to catch up on people you know like you're still yeah. thinking about this but like you've always tinkered with things yeah. or tried to like you know build technical things or learn like you're always reading manuals or putting cables together or like oh i'm building this art project and then in the meantime yeah. you're like i'm learning this guitar riff. projects yeah dude it's, trying to trying to do and, it and you don't even a little it's bit not, of all of it yeah you do like you're jack of all trades but you're that rare breed that also just doesn't quit on all the little things you kind of know you yeah. just keep going yeah just keep like like chipping you're, you're away p- at your piano you know I mean? playing like you've been do even doodling around on pianos since i've met you which has been almost 10 years and you've gotten a lot better. All right. <laughs> you just keep getting better. <laughs> and like Jordan. guitar, you're a great guitar. Now you're in a band. You're the lead guitarist. Yeah. You're a much better guitarist than when it I is. met and you. And it's all because putting, yeah, putting myself out there and just being like, it's crazy it's like, how much effort you put. Oh, into they want things. me to be in this band, and like, they all know, you know, like theory and stuff. I need to learn some theory. You know, it's like that, so, that's how I felt in Big Lemoire. Yeah, I was right? so intimidated. Yeah, because it's like no, I just like play what sounds good. And then, you know, I never really like fun. Yeah, it's like just like it makes me feel good when I touch these like instruments, dude. <laughs> you know, and in that's all end, that's it all was need, for me yeah. for a long time. And then, and then it's just like, no, I think I could get better at this and like help. Yeah, just, like create music with my friends and like it's it's a good time. Like we have a show th- this Sunday right here in this backyard, and we're gonna get to like, you know show our our cool songs to our friends that i'm um, I'm so jealous that i can't be there for that no you're leaving right you know matt told me about that like three days ago dude no our friend matt's having a a birthday party done it as you're going away party too surprise like (laughs) surprise it's friday morning i know poor planning Uh, our friend matt has a birthday tomorrow and he's uh throwing a big party here at bruno's house we party a lot here on sunday this is also a great this is a great party house too i mean new orleans don't say new orleans come on don't say new orleans you only if you don't say new orleans Orleans, you germans new orleans don't say new orleans (laughs) 
I like I, go, I love you, Germans. Have you done that one? Oh wait, can I can I tell you something? I have to. I when I'm on Instagram, I have to scroll past your 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 word of the day. You don't watch it. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I watched you, it you for really a long don't time. Like it? But I'll tell you why. Oh man, I'll what tell a you why. I feel like just called you inspirational. I feel like and that it's like looking at like there's like like it's like you always throwing out these like these dad jokes. It's a little bit of that, a character, yeah. <laughs> that makes that makes me miss the heck out of you, you know. And, it, and oh, like, you skip it because it makes it, you miss me. And it's just like it's hard oh, to. I'll take that. I'll, so I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, it's not because I suck. I right? thought you were like these dad jokes are these so lame. I, so I, lame. I, I, like, just, I just get, I can't, I, I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah, like I don't find you as funny anymore on there. I'm like, oh no, no, but it's the I'm opposite. Not funny. Okay. Um. To you, but, yeah. <laughs> that's what's important. Yeah, yeah. You you obviously are doing something that people care about. If he you know? if he doesn't like it, she doesn't watch it either. She doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Not because she misses me, but because she She's she like, doesn't like. Fun of me. <laughs> you know how how Starkman kind. You know he talked about on the show like putting, well, he's another. I can't do. It's well, like something put, about well, hold my on, friends hold on, hold trying on. things on the internet that hold just on. drives me crazy. <laughs> we're we're gonna really we're gonna. That's a lot to unpack here. Like Starkman, he talked about in his episode, like is putting on, he has two characters. He has a character, this weird smile, have a great day guy. Right. And his character, Character. which is the interviewer for his like like, game show, talk show thing. No, he's Um, hilarious. In my thing, there is definitely this entertainer energy. And obviously I think about what I want to say and how I want to say it and how can I appeal to people. But that's you, right? But it's not like, I don't think I'm putting on like a crazy character like him. Right. I think it's, it's definitely like 85% my actual self and 15% of like higher energy. Of course. Or something. And, uh, that's why I was a little bit worried. Like, Oh no, are you putting me in the same box? No. Let's have a great day. Cause I think if does, Oof. She's like, I just don't like you put on this thing. Well, I guess, I guess, like putting yourself out there on the internet, like. But if you just don't like seeing your friends try like, on the internet, I'm that's scared, different. <laughs> I'm scared of doing that. Like, I wouldn't do that, you know, in a way. But you've always been a behind the camera. I've guy. been right, and so like it's hard to put yourself in front of the camera. For sure. I, mean, I feel like I've done it before, and I've I think this is the most. Time. <laughs> this is the most like in like technically in front of the camera you've probably ever been. With me. Yeah, yeah, totally you know, in front this, of the camera. Well, like, <laughs> if this, I mean, this sometimes is a film podcast, but like, you know, putting yourself yeah. out there for people to listen to you. Yeah, this yeah. This is kind of a bold sure. thing for you. Totally. Because, like, I love hiding back there. You do. You know, you really it's do. It's a safe space. Yeah. You know, because you don't have to put yourself out there, your image, your. But what what is about, what is it about seeing your friends like me and Josh on. Maybe it's like, um, maybe it's just like, I wouldn't say jealous, but like, no, don't be jealous of what I do. But it's like <laughs> I don't even make any money from it, like Josh does. Josh makes money? No, he doesn't. <laughs> he does, dude. Then why does he live in like um like the backyard of somebody's house? I think <laughs> because it's New Orleans rent sucks. Dude, because New Orleans, because the rent is too damn high. Too damn high. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. He's got these. I think his setup is cozy, man. He's just saving up, yeah. you know. No, of course, no. I'm, I, I know he's doing great, man. He's, he's killing with that. He's yeah. like he's like semi-famous over here, you know. Like he's our famous friend now. As he Sorry, as he told me on the first day when I saw him, he said, uh, "I'm I'm, de- I'm I get locally recognized every day." Yeah. So I mean, killing. I whenever I drive by, I yell out, "Have a great day!" When I see him, you but know? with your middle finger out. Yeah. <laughs> that guy sucks. Have a great you know day, he you loser. A, like a uh, like. 
a, a persona that like went against him, but it was just him. Yeah. He's like, he's sort of a genius. He is kind of a genius. But like, yeah. But like, I, why would you like, there's just something like you have to. Yeah. There's some kind of authenticity. I think I feel like when you put yourself out there on the internet, you, yeah. you can't be a hundred percent honest with yourself to like, to mm-hmm. act because you're mm-hmm. as someone who's always directing in those, in those crafted videos and having for sure. yeah you kind of have to like you kind of have to write a script in a way and like yes be yeah. something else that's that for me is like tough to like to to do and and just like i just want to feel like authentic whenever i th- i th- yeah on the internet which for me <laughs> ended up just being like to stop being on the internet sort of like, right how the most like, authentic internet presence is the like one I used that to isn't post there my photos and like cool i posted this photo and then i just saw like where the internet sort of went to this thing where it was like more about you have to be a specific thing mm. and like and be like like fill your niche yeah fill yeah. your niche and if you're not this character or this character thing like right. if you're not like this like i just want to be random and it's just like doesn't really work to be random I mean, it it does it in does the extent if of you're like good if, at being random. Well, if you specifically, if you, like, if you want to do it, no one is stopping you from doing it. But if you want to yeah. build a following, yeah, that's hard, right? Because then you, right. how do you appeal to people if you're just random? That's, yeah, that's the hard thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. it's like a you know, it's a hard it's a hard place to. Uh, I see what you mean though. To There's, put yourself out there and like yes, freaking, you know. There's people in the world i don't know maybe it's just like a, a another reason why i like hiding behind the camera and mm-hmm. like i like being in control and there's sort of like a loss of control when you just like post a video and when you're and so you're, naked you're so yeah there. Like, i mean i would post naked a, photos of myself but that's as you often do like but that's just where that's my comfort zone i like, mean but whenever i have a package like that <laughs> honest and authentic of like what i usually <laughs> God, you can't even get I'm through like, it. it <laughs> you can't even get through it, dude. But with, like, I, you have such a great point about this about this character putting on, like, what that what that means for you and how it kind of feels a little inauthentic. But there's there's this interesting fine line that's being drawn, especially with the app TikTok, which, yeah. like, I find that people migrated so strongly towards because Instagram became so polished. Yeah, TikTok showed this weird raw side, people just in their car saying like, "I hate my job," and it would be weird. a viral video. Then, yeah, exactly. And there's this fine line of like. Yeah. Definitely people like me and Josh, even though we have very different content, stuff that we make, like, of course, with the German word videos, I think, how do I want to say it? And I do one or two takes. Yeah. And then I do the next bit. So it's a scripted, I think about it, I practice it. If I don't like it, I just redo it. Right. And then I edit it together and I put the music and I put the subtitles yeah. and there you go. And it's, it's a like, for me, video. all that sounds like the the stuff I, I do to like make money, you know, like right. in the film, it's like, right. All those, those are all those little steps you have to do. You have to, you have to export your video and you have to right. go and post it on the, and like, so it's like, I guess it becomes a job and, and like, it is like, a I job. always liked it the like idea of like Instagram being this place where I can just like showcase something right. like every poster uh, a becomes, moment I captured yeah. and it was just like easy for me, you know? And it felt like, Oh, cool. This it's is out fun. there. I don't have to worry about it. And then it like became like I had to think more about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like I got scared of it a little bit. I and think so that's it's an like excellent point. Seeing you guys out there, it's just like I kind of cringe for y'all in a way. Sure, sure. Because sure. like I feel it's more of a personal thing. But 
it definitely like it's not like I'm not excited and proud of what you guys are creating and like this like sure, sure, sure. finding y'all voice on the internet. Um, it's just like but that's a great point you said about like it used to be a thing where you you'd know that like some of your peers and your friends and your family would see a cool photo that you posted and you yeah. could just post it and relax. Yeah. But now everyone who has an account on any social media platform has a job to do. Dude. And that takes the fun out of it. Yeah. But what I wanted to say before is there's this, just to finish that thought, there's a little yeah. fine line now mm. because you're totally right. It is a job and there's a character to do and it's a scripted thing and it can be really weird and it can be cringy. Sure. Yeah. Uh, for things I do or Josh or even people who have like millions of followers, for it can sure. be cringy. Mm. But there's this interesting fine line that's being drawn, I think, on the app, uh, specifically TikTok, which is going live. Because I've been practicing a lot more that recently, just trying it. Like, what does that mean? What is what does that feel like? What is that there's, there's, title? Yeah, there's there's and no dude, cutting. You know, it's like it's just somebody in the room at all times, and either you are good at uh, interacting yeah. it's and like Twitch, right? In, it's like Twitch. Sense, it's know? like Twitch. Twitch is uh, some yeah, yeah. It is like dude, that. Check but you're, out Sushi Dragon on Twitch, dude. And, and the Twitch people are great. <laughs> that guy's crazy. Twitch is like so. Their yeah. creators they are so good at yeah. interacting with a wall, yeah. Yeah. and like drawing money in and drawing dude, viewership in. It is wild. And, and I tried. You know? I tried to do it with like this DJ thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and me and Golden Girl Sam De La Fuente. Who oh, has, Sam. Um, yeah. The, we started a podcast with Lizzie, Subtextual, mm. which is... It's called Subtextual. Yeah, huh? it's been a... Um, I'm a producer on it because, you know, I'm cool like that. I'll put the description <laughs> in the... I'll put She's the link one, in the description. I'm, I'm dating one of the, uh, the you know, hosts, so no big deal. Which one? <laughs> the prettier one. Uh, I mean, wait, they're both pretty. Sorry. That's just weird. I, I'm, I'm, he's kidding. I'm kidding. Beautiful. <laughs> he met me. But it's cool because... <laughs> Um, I don't know why it's cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get beat up later. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Where were we? <laughs> anyway, another shot. Uh, going like Twitch. You said you were talking. You were talking about tw- like going live on Twitch. So we tried it. You know, I mean, we you tried we, it for subtextual. Sam, no, no, Sam from Subtextual. Um, we did where she did like a a DJ set, and I did the right the, the DJ, DJ side of it. Right. Um. And like I did the visuals and we just got some cameras um, pointed at ourselves hanging out and we played some music and I did some cool visuals because I'm really into doing that. You yeah. Know, where like they're audio reactive and like we were. It's kind of how we did the simple swimmer Like video. something I got really into, you know, which is yeah. like kind of been been going, um, been helping with like choosing some of the style of music videos I've been doing, you know. Right. Which is cool. You know, it's like going from something that just as could just kind of be a hobby or just something for fun that we kind of discovered during COVID ended up being something like I'm bringing into my work a little bit more now, which is just right. like experimenting with how you can push digital, you know, pixels and videos, you know? Well, how did, how did it go? Like, how did the Twitch experience go? It was, that? it was awesome. But then like, we're like, we did it maybe twice and like the first, we're like, we're going to do this every Wednesday, mm-hmm. you know? And just like, we just so, can't do it. It's just so much work, you know? You have to be so Especially consistent. Like they're starting their podcast. I was like still doing my life and, and, and it's hard to just like commit. And Dude, some of these people the do committing. it every day. Hours every day. All day. 
all day. And that's how like they. I mean, they have a career. Of, there's a you know, there's a gamer. Career. There's a gamer that I follow yes. called Small Ant. I started following yeah. him because the way he plays Super Mario Galaxy will make you cry. It's <laughs> uh, not Galaxy. Sorry. Uh, what was the new one? Like. Super Mario Odyssey. Like why did you ever Odyssey. even try to play Dude, video games? Dude, the way he plays <laughs> Super Mario Odyssey is like, it's yeah. like watching, I don't know, watching uh, Alex Honnold climb, you know, uh, what's it, the one, the, uh, El Capitan. It's just you know? that, it's, it's just like, that imp- that's so beautiful. scary and so risky yeah. and so beautiful. I could How never you, do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he plays, so and he's, and this dude's like 22 or whatever. And his following is so enormous because of how he interacts how he engages and dude he plays every day yeah he had post schedules so say i'm doing zelda on monday comfortable with that you know i mean yeah mario thing that he's just like you know man like i'm good at this and people people like it and he's creative you know he says uh he'll get like three or four other guys who are in the top streaming category for for certain games like mario odyssey again and they'll they'll do like a, a developer's version of Odyssey where you can play multiplayer where you normally can't. And he'll say, "All right, we got this devs version of Odyssey. We're gonna do multiplayer hide and seek with you and with you and with you." Oh damn! And do the con- do, and listen. The content damn. creation is so smart. Like his channel has the most followers, so he invites like player A, player B, and player C from their respective channels, which yeah. are smaller, to come play with him. And he does like a boot cut. Uh, 10 minute like chopped up version of the game they probably paid for two hours right Right. and it's super entertaining and they zoom in on people being like oh I can't believe you caught me right 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 so it's really engaging and then do they have like a team that like helps them do that well dude I have no idea it's so it's so professional it's so impressive dude and then you think then then later so like like, broadcast like and then YouTube will will promote to you player A's YouTube channel Mm -hmm. and you see that player A has this has a similar video but it's from his angle so oh, pl- so so, so small ant abc boom, boom, boom. all have the same game yeah cut different from their perspectives to to reach to their fans the their content is content un- unbelievable rainbow, dude. Dude, it's it's content like- rainbow. <laughs> i've never even thought about trying something like that it's so complex right. it's just like because, how do they do that and that's that's the game now too like on YouTube it's overwhelming too. it's like i've been i've been doing a lot of uh youtube tutorial videos of unreal engine because i've been going into the matrix and the virtual production that matrix unreal is, it's dude um, it's, it's, it's never so gorgeous ending beaut- yeah it's beautiful it's been perfect it's been a lot of fun and also like broke my brain but another one of these like journeys i've been taking to learn something new because i'm just obsessed with doing that and i'm just like yeah that's your thing oh cool like these people are doing this now like Oh, cool! I can make money doing this. Maybe, let's go. <laughs> you yeah, know? let's go. And so I just strapped in, and like that's how they—that's how these tutorial YouTubers do it. They like, they like have these like, these jam sessions where they all like zoom in together and they talk about. But you learn so much from yeah. like what they're doing, and you're—it's just this beautiful thing because they're so good at pressing the buttons. They're and it's so good at pressing that. the buttons. And all you want to do is be good at pressing the buttons. You know, man. That's all you want to be good at, man. Yeah. It's it's like I. This guy, I mean, not not to double back too much on this on this gamer, but like, I I You're so obsessed, I, dude. I am a little bit. I haven't watched him in a while, but like, I got my Nintendo Switch for my thirtieth, so almost 
you know, a year and a half ago. And uh, one of the games I really wanted with it was Mario Odyssey. So that was the, that was the first game I got for it. Started playing it a bit. Uh, was a little confused by it at first, almost. I didn't re- quite know if it was going to be more like 64 or a bit yeah. more like Galaxy. Because those are very different Ga- games. Yeah. Galaxy's fun. Galaxy's really that. cool. I didn't do too much Odyssey. So it's I, on the Switch, right? It's on the Switch. Dude, I've never got a Switch. I, I'm I don't the only know. loser in, in I, all of our friend group that I didn't don't get know the why Switch. You, I, I literally, anytime we'd play, I would I would steal Sam's. Dude, of all the friends <laughs> that can like easily afford it, you don't yeah, have just, it. You fucking idiot. I just never like went to GameStop. Just go get, right, order one still, on Amazon. GameStop's still... Yeah, yeah. It did well in the stocks, so it's good. It's good, man. Yeah, we're good. I yeah. love my Switch. I think it's my favorite console I've ever had. Except for the GameCube. The thing is, like, I I have this fear that I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna go and buy a Switch, right? And then like they're gonna make Switch Two. But I've well, been having this fear since like the first Switch came out. But here's because... the: Would you get the Switch Two if it came out? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, I'd buy the Switch One. You'd buy Switch One, but it's for like half discounts. the price. <laughs> <laughs> Busted! I'll buy I would buy your Switch One, and then you would buy the Switch Two. Okay. That's... That's okay. My, that's my game. I can keep my games. That's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, dude, I, so I got the Switch for my 30th, and Odyssey came with it, and uh, I was a little confused at first. I, I didn't quite get the handle on it, but I kept pursuing it. And then, I don't know, like maybe second or third level into it, I thought, oh, now I get mm. what this game, how this game wants you to have fun. Yeah. I thought, oh, you're supposed to have fun this way. But it, I was confused. And then I thought, oh, it wants you to have fun that way. And uh. it was like a remarkable, it was like an epiphany. Yeah. And then the game, the idea and the concept of the world opened up. And yeah. I thought, this is the greatest Mario game really? that's ever existed. Damn. And it opened I up. I played them all except for that one. I need it. Well, I'm, dude. I'm so, going in. So that's how I found this I creator switch, because I? I got to a certain uh, world and a certain level. And I thought, I just can't wing it. I just don't know how to get this uh, this moon. So. YouTube, level 86, you know, yeah. star moon, you know, monkey's journey or whatever they say. And then Boom. This guy, and, he, and he's like, he's playing on a level that is impossible for the normal person. <laughs> like, you know, he's doing cheats. He's doing codes. He's doing like. He's just flying you, through Like, it. oh, if you pluck this leaf from this plant and you hold it over the island and you drop. And before you fall, you press select. Like and all then the you Easter appear, eggs that exist. Dude, then you're like, what? And then I was hooked. I followed him immediately. Dude, and I've and watched just, hours and hours and that's hours. That's what's so cool about like, we have so much access to like information now on the internet. Because I remember when I was a kid playing, like, Zelda 64, I would have to buy these, like, self-guided journals of, like, how to beat the, the books, game. The books, dude. You I had I mean? one for Donkey like, Kong 64. Like, this is, you know, this is how you beat the game. Like, you, you like, follow you the book. the paper. You, know? you couldn't look this up on, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only way you were going to beat a video game is, like, you go buy this book. You buy the comic book <laughs> yeah. that says AB. And then it AB takes you, like, longer to read the book than play the game. It's uh, so annoying. But, yeah, now you can just, like... It's it's crazy. Not only can you go like see how he beat it, you can see like how everybody beat it. Yeah, everyone has a different dude, way of like doing one, it one too, of my you know? one of my favorite. Uh, I have two game worlds uh, besides Mario that have become my favorite uh, video game universes that I've ever played in my in my whole life, and that is the video game world of Little Nightmares mm. and the video game world of Inside. Inside. Which is also a, f- a game for your phone, but it's the same for well, Switch. You sent me a game. For... I, prob- I probably sent you inside. No, no, no. It was like a longer one. It was like 
you don't know how to play this game game. Oh, 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 I know what you mean. This, my friend, is the best mobile game. I need to tell you about that game. It's called There Is No Game. There Is No Game, yes. And it's perfect. So I started playing There Is No Game, and I download it, and I was like, it was like $5. I never buy apps, but you like were like. it's great. I do if it's like for, you know, I'm going to unlock some you know, new video camera feature or something, you know, like, sure, yeah, like, yeah. like very nerdy or... stuff. But like, I never like buy games. I'll just like play the free games or whatever. Sure. Or like, I don't play that many games I was the same. on my phone. I was the same. So I buy this $5 game because you swore by it and I trust you, you know, because you've, you've, you've I allowed me by, to discover whatever you're about to Pine say. Grove. I stand by this game. You, you know, you've, uh, <laughs> I got, I got to tell you about Pine Grove in a little bit. Just there's, there's an update with them. Please do. There's an update. That's great. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I trusted you that this game was the game I needed. So I started playing this game, and I thought, it, you know, I thought it was like, this is hilarious. Jordan would find this kind of game hilarious. I get this game. And then at one point, I could not, for the life of me, pass. <laughs> like, it was impossible. It's so good, and for man. like, for like... months dude like months i'd go back to this game and to this day i cannot pass no you you still can't pass a part of it i can't pass it and i am convinced that there is a glitch in the game okay you have and there's because i've literally flicked licked like pushed touched everything everything <laughs> like okay. i've done it all and let me ask like, you this there is no way let, let me ask you this and okay then, so if hold on hold on so for those okay so i don't want to ruin slow anything about the game because you have slow to go play down. the game let's slow down <laughs> did you get past the first stage which is basically the curtain stage yeah Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm, I've been in the game. Okay, then there's the Sherlock Holmes stage. I think I'm in the Sherlock Holmes stage, where there's so much more. I know there is, and that's why I'm so upset. There's like this oh, glitch dude. with like the 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 rug that you need to like like pull the rug back and you get a key, right. but there is no key anywhere, and like it just keeps going back and forth from like these two these two like levels right. back and i'm just like and you know that you can look at the front and the back yeah. of each place and then yeah yeah wait what? <laughs> wait what you mean like the cube thing like, like where you can spin if, if, you, if you i'm can your go phone on the TV. if i'm your phone and you're playing me you yeah. can look at the front of the stage and press that thing and like and see the back uh, of a stage like the backstage and the pre- front of like the front of the stage it's just a little arrow a little you go arrow. like do that yeah 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 i know you're talking about yeah. Right. And there's also also one where you can yeah. see under. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you can see every aspect of these two rooms. There's the room you started you in, there's the street, under. and then there's this, there's the room with the guy with the phone. You know, there's the th- yeah, there's yeah, three yeah. rooms, there's and three you can rooms. see behind each of them. And like, I was like in the alleyway, though, like, a ho- like, an, like an outside room. And, the sh- and, then, there, and then there's like the, the room with this like key that's like got a, and I'm just stuck where there's like a lamppost. Yeah, you're in you the, you're in the street. Yeah, in the yeah. street. Yeah. And that's where I just cannot, like, I'm telling you, after this podcast, we're looking at it. If you I, can, I almost want to end it right now. Solve, if you can solve this, I will give you this hat. Dude, <laughs> when I show you 
I have one stipulation. I'm telling you, you're going to be like, oh yeah, there's a glitch. When, when I show you <laughs> how to get past you. this part, we're coming back you have to, to this. promise that you continue the game to completion. Oh, for sure. Because dude, the you story- You don't understand. The, you, you don't get what this game will do to you. Like, that's only stage two. I know. The world building, the story. You, it, Moritz Spender, I know you're listening to this and I know that you're exploding right now because he showed me this game He's a, and he's a fan of the show and dude, this- it's, fucking game is so good. It's been driving me crazy. Oh man! Like, Sorry, we just had to nerd out in, on that. But it's called insane. "There Is No Game" and it's a mobile game for your phone. It's five bucks. Go get it. Don't be an idiot. It's amazing. Yeah. No, if you I like think any kind of game, it's great. I was, I was along for the journey. Like Dude. I was all about the 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 genre of Dude, game. The first, you know, like, I, mean, I was laughing my whole you know yeah i mean I would especially because you showed me honestly like the, first, was just the like... first five minutes you know you're you're playing it and you go like oh i i think i kind of i kind of get what this is and then it just gets more complex and more complex and more interesting and more different and i you know Ooh. i saw that i saw that you know it's really and, and that's you, why it's, it just makes goes it even more frustrating i'm telling you months like i would play it maybe like Every day it's on the incredible. toilet, you know what I mean. It's I would just incredible. get on the toilet and like be like, "How do I pass this thing?" And it just couldn't. Let me see what time I we couldn't got. Go. I couldn't. I couldn't get past it. Um, all right, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, I would just give you an update oh. about Pine Grove. Yeah. Because we've already done about an hour and twenty, which Ooh. is a, which is a good show. Oh, cool! It's a good show. We did good. I would say Pine Grove. I am probably. It might change. But I've been asked to support, like, open up for them. What? <laughs> no way. Yeah, dude, in Munich. In dude, Munich. that is incredible. I, I, they seem super cool. I, I, I went cool to um, Riot Fest in Chicago. Oh. And it was a super awesome lineup. It was kind of crazy because, like, it was right after sort of things, like, slow down the pandemic. It was, like, the first time going something came to back a field of people with no mask on you know just like incredible like i could never believe that that could happen again you know right, what i mean right like from being just like stuck at your house like going out to this like field at riot fest and being like oh my god we're like drunk watching music this is incredible <laughs> and it was like all these bands like i grew up listening to but pine grove was on the lineup and i sure as hell had to go see them you need to uh tell and man you need to tell matt bigelow that you like him because i just introduced him dude and he, he didn't know who he they didn't were. know damn I'm, i messed up i should have told him no i re i uh i'm a big fanboy and like that singer they that voice they, um, there's something about that voice. have a great they have a great vibe on set and presence like mm -hmm. that's incredible let me know i'll, I'll show up dude they uh, played they played here not too long ago but I uh, it was like Civic Theater or where they played at the Republic, and I was oh, just like, okay. I'm not gonna go see that's them a bad, at the Republic. It's a bad, it's a bad venue. So yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't make it to that show. But there's a venue in Munich that's pretty big. It's called like Zenit, like Zenith. Yeah, and uh, like Jack White and people will play there. It's pretty big, but the sound is so bad that I never go. Yeah, I just never go. It's terrible. You can only was that? Oh my God, was that? Uh, that I guess it was more like a club that we went to. Uh, Us. What was it called? You, like you and me went there? Yeah, we went. It was like three in the morning. It was like this. 
this like <gasps> oh that little small one yeah that small little like polish bar or whatever right. dude the karaoke place with the lights the disco lights oh that was a good time no but a, i was talking about like was this great party this uh it was like this room just like full of lights that were all like in sync to to like whatever song was playing sauna sauna it was hot and steamy, and yes. those old seventies rotator yes. lights were in there. It was that's a good such club, dude. Sauna in Munich is a good I, club. I've been wanting to like recreate that here ever since dude, being a part of that. There's something about the natural wood, the steamy, hot, foggy room, and those really like legitimate, expensive old seventies Led yeah. Zeppelin lights. Like, but also <laughs> just like the 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 like song choices, yeah. like the, the energy fun. in there, and just like the way. They like set it up to yeah. be like just this like nostalgic kind of like uh, dance night that just like was so good. I guess that place is going to be open soon, and you and I have to go back. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah, baby. So um, <laughs> let's go. I'm, so the fresh ground video is going to be in the description. Worklight's website will be there. I'll put Bruno's Instagram as well. I have an Instagram. Um, not for long. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And uh. A subtextual, the podcast uh, from Lizzie and from Sam will be listed as well. And hopefully I do get the, I set my, I set my press kit off today. Hopefully I do get the Pine Grove gig. I'll find out soon. So guys, um, yeah, go check out Bruno's work, Work Light Pictures. Uh, he's an amazing filmmaker and a beautiful person. Thank you so much mm. for listening. And uh, any last words? Um, thanks. Thanks for having me, Jordan. I mean, um, this time I'm glad that like I was able to invite you to my house and and uh we can spend this time in the backyard together it's only your house until i eventually move back in yeah <laughs> yeah it's your house at that point <laughs> it's my it's our it's, house <laughs> yeah i guess i guess we could share all right brother uh thank you so much guys i'll be back next week and i love you bye-bye love you too